Welcome to another episode of the Creative on Purpose broadcast, conversations about finding fulfillment through more meaningful work. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Creative on Purpose, available on Amazon, or visit BeCreativeOnPurpose.com to get started with free chapters. Let's meet today's guest. Let's meet today's guest, Adam Lemon. Adam, welcome to the broadcast. Please introduce yourself and share a project you're currently working on or excited about. Sure thing. Well, thank you, Scott, for having me here. I'm extremely excited to be able to be here and talk a little bit about exactly as you said, sort of what we're working on. Uh, for a long while now, I've been working on a project uh, called Badass Backpacks. It's a, it's a creative pursuit of mine. It's a passion project. Um, it is a business, but it's also a collaborative art project. Mm. Many years ago, my business partner, Rusty Koshin, and I had decided that we wanted to make beautiful, bold backpacks. And we wanted to collaborate with artists in doing that. And so we began, uh, it took us a long while to get there, but we're now working with artists, creating backpacks. And Scott had invited me here to just talk a little bit about that process that we go through. I'll hold one up. This is, you know, in the 30-second spot that I did leading up to this session, this was the backpack I held up. Uh, and I kind of intentionally chose this particular bag. See if I can back up and get it in the, in the shot there. It's got a flap on the top. It's a standard book bag. It's got a laptop sleeve in, inside, kind of a perfect size for a student. Very, very iconic of just a bag. But this particular bag... Um, features artwork by an artist named Patrick Moran. And whenever I started working with Patrick and trying to identify, hey, what are you exploring in your art? What artwork might we put on a bag? Uh, We went through that process and he eventually came back to me with a theme and a name called eudaimonia, which eudaimonia being Greek for uh, human flourishing, I think is kind of the accepted translation for what eudaimonia means. And Interestingly enough, I learned after that that there's this whole field of study called eudaimonics and eudaimonics and this idea of studying and understanding what it's going to take to to flourish, to really thrive. And I just loved that, right? And he pulled in a lot of his artwork he'd been working on that treated that theme and and we created this bag and that's what we're up to. You know, I've got quite a few bags behind me, happy to talk about uh, one particular bag or or all of them, however we, wherever this conversation might go. Uh, but that's what I'm working on, making beautiful bags that speak to a theme uh, and, and sort of nudge the person wearing the bag to think about their journey in a little bit of a different way. Awesome. Well, it's interesting that that's the bag that you chose and that you brought up that word eudaimonia because it's uh, was the subject of most of season one of this broadcast because eudaimonia and um, you know what prosperity or flourishing or thriving really is, is really at the heart of Stoic philosophy. It's at the heart of most Hellenistic philosophies, um, Epicureans and cynics and skeptics, uh, Aristotelians and Platonists all were very concerned about what does it mean to be human and how do we be happy (laughs) in doing that? So it's a a great um, kind of segue as we push more of the creativity theme in this season's broadcast. And so one of the things that comes immediately to mind is just, um, you know, a book bag is a very practical, pragmatic uh, tool that most of us are introduced to as school children, but most of us um, continue to carry one around in our adult life, uh, especially if you're entrepreneurial minded or, or a self-starter of some sort. So what what was the 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 cause or what 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 made you think to put art and backpack together sure well so they i um 
I'm going to keep me honest on time here. If I start blathering too much, you just cut me right off, but uh, I'll try to make it quick. Long story short, um, I had a backpack, an amazing backpack. Uh, I bought it in 1998 in Italy. It was an Italian made backpack uh, by a company called Invicta. And in the 90s in Texas, where I am, uh, these foreign exchange students were coming through through Rotary and through different programs. And tons of these European foreign exchange students would have here in the US, they had these Invicta backpacks, these loud, bright, colorful backpacks. When I got to Italy, I saw these backpacks everywhere as well. I was on a senior trip following my senior year in high school. And all of a sudden, throughout the streets of Rome and Florence uh, and a couple other cities as well, I would see these boutiques with these, almost like a wall of backpacks, loud colors, think Italian design, lots of bright colors, lots of interesting, weird artwork. And I was fascinated. I just could not stop looking at them. I just, I loved all of them. I wanted to buy all of them. I couldn't afford to, but I did decide for that senior trip, I used all of my uh, discretionary money that I had in my pocket to buy a bag. And the, the chaperone there was like, your mom's going to kill me. You can't do this. You can't spend all your money on this. I was like, no, I have to. So I, I uh, finally, on one of those little side trips, we were in Republic of San Marino, uh, attached right there to Italy. And I found this one particular bag that just absolutely spoke to me. It was bright. It was orange. And I bought it. I had no idea that that bag was going to absolutely influence and change the course of my life in so many ways. It was so loud and so bright and so weird that for the next 15 years of using that bag all over the world, I met so many amazing people because of the bag. People would see that bag and they would walk up and they would say, that's a badass bag. <laughs> What's the story? What is that? Where'd you get it? What's going on here? And so, you know, um, there's a, I, I could go into side stories of a lot of the different people that I met because of the bag, but I think that there was one particular moment where um, I began, I decided this bag's kind of old now. I need to go buy a new bag. I started shopping for a bag. I couldn't find cool backpacks like this. So I kind of thought, man, you know, it'd be interesting. Like, how could, like, I know what I want. I want a bright, loud, beautiful backpack. How am I going to do this? And I was walking into work one day, uh, 8 a.m., walking to the door. This person opens the door for me and says, hey, that's a badass backpack. And I said, thanks, man. That's cool. The next day, Groundhog Day, say, I parked my car in the same spot, same time, 8 a.m., walking into a job that I did not want or like or enjoy, walking to the same door, different person. A lady this time, she opens the door for me. And it was so surreal because as I walked past her in the exact same step pattern, she says, that's a badass backpack. And I just, I was looking around like, is this a joke? I mean, what, like, is, is, is there a hidden camera somewhere? I got back to my desk and I wrote down badass backpacks. I, that's what I, I want to make backpacks that stop people in their tracks, that have people go, whoa, what is that? What's going on? Uh, and that's what got us started on the project. So I, I hope that wasn't too long of an answer. Oh, no, that's excellent. So it's, I mean, it's so many times in these conversations with people about their project, it's uh, almost to a person. It's about somebody scratching their own itch, you know, or, or filling their own need or seeking an answer to their own problem or, you know, trying to find 
trying to experience, you know, something for themselves and then figuring out that, oh, other people might enjoy this too. So that's, um, it's really interesting. I mean, it's, and it's always really uh, unexpected and awesome when something comes to you like fully formed like that, like to have badass backpacks be immediately what, um, what your project was called as opposed to somebody like me who starts off as the store guitarist, then it's the store creative. And then finally it's creative on purpose. Um, so it's what you're doing is marrying um, art and kind of a practical tool. Um, how would you, how would you, or what do you have a working definition of what creativity is? Is it any different than the way that you would define art necessarily? Uh, it's a beautiful question. Um, so we do have some definitions and constraints that we've, that we've found in our own creative process that we have felt like we have needed to bring in. When we first started meeting together, Rusty and myself, to work on this, we were very excited. Uh, we had a lot of energy. We were, we were very, very curious, and we were had so a lot of energy is really the, the kind of the word I think of. We began inventing and creating like, oh, we're going to have a bag for, for chefs and it's going to have cool food artwork. And we're going to have a bag for tango dancers and it's going to have really, you know, beautiful, sexy art on it. And we're going to have bags for, for ocean divers. And we had it, we ended up literally creating lists and lists in these amazing list of themes that we wanted to explore in artwork. We were all over the place. I mean, we had one list of backpacks we wanted to create that we counted it at one point. It was over 160, and, and that wasn't even the only list. And what, as time went by, it was really Rusty. Rusty Koshin deserves a huge shout-out on, on this. We, at one particular creative session we had, Rusty, you could almost see the wheels clicking and turning in his brain. He stepped back, and he, was, he wrote something down. He said, okay, I've got it. I'm ready to share it. I've, he said, Adam, I'm, I'm noticing something. And what I'm noticing is that throughout all of these different bags that we talk about that we want to create, there are six specific things that keep coming up that we, we need to figure out. So for every bag that we want to create, we know that we want beautiful artwork to be on there. So art is one of those six things. For every single bag that we talk about wanting to create, there is a theme or a name, something that really kind of pulls the whole thing together. So for every bag we create, we want to create a theme and a name. For every bag we want to create, we want to think about and have fun with the story that's developing going into the bag that we're creating. So we've got art, we've got theme, we've got story. For every bag we're wanting to create, we are asking ourselves the question, how can we take this to the next level by making it a gift? What would, what would we need to do to this bag? What could we put inside of the bag? Um, what could we do that's surprising about the bag such that the person buying it, that when they receive it in one way or another, there's a gift where they open it or they wear it or they use it and something magical happens, right? That's, that they weren't expecting. We were talking a lot about the tribe. So we have artwork, theme, story, gift. When we talk about the tribe, it's really, hey, all of these bags that we're talking about are very, very different. So there's a question here for each bag that we want to explore, who is the audience for that bag? 
Um, and so in, in Tribe, of course, that's a huge head nod to Seth Godin, who wrote a book, Tribes. It was, I think Tribes was one of the first Seth Godin books that Rusty had read. Rusty introduced me to Seth Godin, and we're, we're, Seth Godin's work has influenced us greatly. So the fact that Tribes is a part of our creative process is, is probably not a surprise to people who know me. And then the sixth and final ingredient or sort of thing that Rusty observed and said, hey, like we're really, you know, we're also talking a lot about once this bag comes together, what journey is it going on? Who's the customer? Where are they going? Uh, what kind of what kind of movement? What kind of activities? What kinds of things are they doing? And so we're asking all these questions about the journey. So those six things, the artwork that we want to put on the bag, the theme that pulls it all together, the story of what makes this interesting, how can we make this a gift? Who, is, who are the people who care about this bag for one reason or the other? And then the sixth one, um, what journey is this bag going to go on? Uh, those six things for us, to your question about what is creativity to us, um, uh, we're very experimental. But we, we've absolutely noticed that sometimes we'll work on a bag and, and we are working on all six things at one time. And that's beautiful. It's a little messy, but we constrain ourselves to sort of say, hey, we, we've got to focus on these six things and it's, um, you know, it, it's all there. There's been other times where we're working on one specific bag and we're really just focused on one of those particular elements. Um, simply asking, hey, um, let's build a beautiful bag, but how can we turn it into a gift? And, and what can we do that'll make it special and, and become a gift? So does that help answer the question? I kind of went a little all over the place there, but. No, it, it really does. And there's so many little threads to pull on. So just, you know, for our, our, our viewers and people tuning into the replay that, you know, are, are trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, in a creative enterprise, oftentimes we might struggle with, well, how do we elevate this, you know, creative enterprise, which creativity is just kind of a basic human instinct. I mean, we create stuff all the time. We're creating a conversation right now. And at some point I'm going to create some lunch. And at some point I'm going to create a little bit of music, but, you know, things level up into artistry for me when uh, number one, the primary thing is it has to be done in public. It has to be done, you know, for an audience, for another person, it has to be intended in some way, shape or form to create a connection and maybe some sort of change. But then there's all this intentionality and dialing in your motivation and your aspiration for what the work means. What is it for? Who is it for? What is the change you seek to make? And so all of that obviously ties into what you're just saying about Seth. And so as you're t describing this, number one, you have um, a sense of kind of virality in what you're doing people you know are going to see the bag your tribal thing is built into it because people can see hey he's got a bag like mine which means immediately he must be a people like us and there you know there's uh not only the tribe building but also the message broadcasting um the idea of delight you know having some element of generosity of going kind of above and beyond, you know, you don't just buy the bag, but the bag has something in it that's, you know, unique and special for you. Um, that just the, the whole idea of remarkability. I mean, you know, people don't notice if you're carrying around your JC Penny book bag, but if you're carrying around a badass backpack, people can go, Hey, look at that. And then, you know, which was you hinted at, but the other thing that's really stood up 
for me. And there's two things here. One is this idea of pattern recognition, which it sounds like your partner, you know, kind of put together that here's some themes happening across 160 bag ideas that are worth paying attention to. And the other is just that idea of partnership, because I think um, a lot of the people that we uh, interview are kind of solopreneurs or solo artists of some sort, writers, or maybe even musicians or speakers or whatever it might be, uh, even though they do work with and for other people, it's they're largely on their own. And you're very much in a partnership in this enterprise. So if you want to just speak a little bit more to um, that part of it, uh, and and I imagine that, you know, there's challenges in addition to a lot of um a, a lot of uh you know g- great things that come out of collaboration but i mean relationships, yeah. relationships no, I, I, tough. I, I love it i love it I, I love the question i appreciate you bringing it up i, I didn't uh you know as i as i was preparing for this and kind of thinking about some of the things i wanted to talk about uh it didn't even come across my radar or the thought that that, that you would bring up partnership but interestingly enough I, I, it is absolutely one of the most important Parts of this project is the relationship that Rusty and I have uh, and the, the fact that we are working together to create it. So let me give you a little bit of landscape context first, and then I want to come right back to, uh, and Rusty, by the way, will be watching this, so hey, Rusty. But um, landscape and context, um, I work on this as my full-time project. Um, I, am a, I am a full-time dad as well. Scott, I know you're a father. I, I love it that in your emails that you send out, you sign off that part of your title is, hey, by the way, I'm a father. And I, you know, uh, I'm the primary caretaker for, for my children. My wife is, uh, my wife and I do that together, but my wife works full time. And that's a very important thing to know. I, I work, I drop the kids off in the morning, um, 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. each day. I'm working on badass backpacks and I am an absolute voracious lion about my schedule. I just, I, I really, really protect it. Um, you know, I manage a calendar. I manage, I, I manage it like I did my corporate job before I was working on this um, because 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. is not a lot of time. Uh, but it is the time that I have and I absolutely make the most of it. Um, I pick up my daughter at two. I pick up my sons at three. Uh, and then I hang out with the kids in the afternoon. And I am usually working on badass backpacks almost every night. Um, obviously, as all of us do, I mean, I have personal obligations. I, ha- I have to make sure I'm carving out time for my kids, for my family, for my wife, for myself. So all of that happens. But Badass Backpacks is where I love spending my time the most. Rusty uh, works full time at a design agency uh, here in town. So, and, and he acknowledges all the time that he wishes he had the kind of time that I have to spend on it. So I really am kind of the centerpiece of the project. Uh, it was an idea that uh, basically began with me. Uh, it is mine, and there's a lot of it that a lot of people think of badass backpacks, and they think of just me. Uh, but to Scott's question on partnership, um, Rusty has given me many gifts over the years that we've worked together. But the most important one, absolute most important one, was in 2010. In February of 2010, my son had been born six months earlier. My first son had been born six months earlier. Rusty and I had not seen each other in years, and we got together for drinks late one night here in Austin at a bar on Burnett Road, Billy's on Burnett. And we're, we're hanging out, and um, 
Rusty says, so, hey, Adam, I know you're, you're an entrepreneur. I know you're always working on different stuff. What are you, what are you working on these days? What are you, what are you thinking about? What's, what's, what's sizzling for you? What's a project that you're, that you're wanting to, to tackle? And I said, oh, I have this idea of creating these beautiful backpacks. I want to make these bags. Here's what I want to do. And so I tell him the idea and he's asking me questions and he is just excited. Um, and so then he says, well, well, you, this is awesome. You have to do it. And I said, Rusty, I have a six-month-old baby at home. I'm killing myself at work with how much I'm working. I don't, I, don't, I don't have time. I can't do this. And Rusty was, sorry, Rusty, but Rusty was quite, t- quite tipsy. He, he had had quite a bit to drink, and, and I had not. This was quite late at Billy's. And Rusty looked at me and gave me the gift, which was he said, hold the phone, everybody stop, woe is me, poor little Adam, holy shit, Adam, what are you doing, what are you talking about, you just took your family, and you threw them under the bus, you are holding your family up in front of you as a shield to not follow your passion, and that is wrong. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm sitting there at the bar kind of looking around and, and I was like, well, well wow, uh, that's a hell of a message there. And we, we actually ended up staying at Billy's quite a bit longer after that part of the conversation. Um, but at, by, by all means, that particular part of the conversation was so important for me reconciling and realizing that, hey, just because I'm busy, just because I'm a dad, just because I have these other things going on does not mean that I cannot figure out how to work on my creative pursuit. So what happened following that was that Rusty sent my wife and I an invite, I think it was an evite, it's 2010, uh, called Backpacks for Dinner. And I'm gonna come over to your house. We're gonna work on this one night a week. And on Tuesday nights, that's what night of the week works. He came over to our house. We, we, I would put my, my kid and then kid became kids and then kids became kids. I have three now. So I kept having kids. Um, and, but he would come over every Tuesday night. So that started in 2010 In 2010, we began working every single Tuesday night. And if I would have an exciting idea during the day on a Friday, knowing that I had so much stuff happening on that Friday. I was busy at work. I was busy with my family. I would write that little idea down and I would know that when Tuesday night came back around, I could sit at the cafe with Rusty. I could pull out my notes. I could grab that one little idea and I could say, Hey, last Friday I was thinking about something and I want to talk about it or I want to, or I want to do some Google searches or I want to, whatever it is that I need to do. But Tuesday nights were, my, were, were that night. And if there is any advice that I could give to any creative who is asking, how can I pursue my creative pursuit? Um, I believe that that tactic of giving yourself one night a week where you're going, you're going to treat yourself. You're going to go to your cafe. You're going to go to your spot, your place. Maybe you just want to work at home. That's fine, but you're going to work on it. Um, we still do Tuesday nights in 2018. So That's awesome. So it's, it reminds me a little bit of that Somerset mom quote. 
somebody asked him if he wrote when he was inspired or, or did he write on a schedule? And he said, well, I write when I'm inspired. Fortunately, inspiration shows up every morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> and yeah. it's just that idea of car you have to have. And, and that's another underlying theme. I think that's been kind of unpacked in these broadcasts is everybody that is succeeding or um, striving for excellence in a creative endeavor is making time for it. Not at the, I mean, you pointed out my signature, which is Scott Perry, husband, father, teacher, musician. And to, for me, that's my list of priorities. Those are the things that uh, I am that guy in that order because those those are the things that are most important. Um, but it also at the very end now says author because that is kind of what I do. So that means I get up at five instead of getting up at seven. And that means I you know work on my project, um, you know, which is a side hustle at this point until it's time to go, you know, corrupt the youth of Floyd with guitar lessons. So that's a really important um, element of that. And then the other thing is uh, just this idea of accountability, this idea of making, of, of choosing our relationships carefully. And, you know, when you're doing work, like the work that you're doing, you have to have somebody that you trust that cares for you that wants you to fulfill your potential and develop your potential but at the same time will also hold your feet to the fire if you're um you know if, if their bs meter is going off about the whining or excuses and all that sort of thing um and that that part of it uh i think you know that work adam and i both participated in alt mba the thing one of the many things that that um, little crucible teaches is that everything is better when other people are involved, not just collaborators, but who you're sharing your work with, who you're leaning on for feedback, um, you know, whose advice and counsel uh, you choose to take. And so if you're the sum of the five people who spend the most time with, it's usually important that those people are um, chosen, uh, you know, with a great deal of, of thought um, and consideration. So as we're um, winding up here, uh, what, please let everybody know, I, sh I should have asked you this at the very beginning of the broadcast, but we'll make sure that we put it in the comments below the, the um, broadcast here. Where can people find out more about Badass Backpacks uh, and Adam Lemon and connect with you uh, here online? Sure. Well, so uh, www.badassbackpacks.com. I'm going to level with you. We've had some major uh, surfer style wipeouts recently, and we're coming back up out of the water and shaking our head a bit. Our search engine optimization is absolutely horrible. I mean, if you if you go out and you Google a badass backpack, there's sometimes we rise on that first page, but a lot of times just because we don't update our page often enough and things like that, we fall right off there. But if you just type in badassbackpacks.com, that's us. Um, and, and that's really the best place to go. Um, like I said, through some of those wipeouts and some of those failures we've had, which we're laughing with ourselves about, um, we, we've really hit a big pause button on social media. So I know this is being broadcast on Facebook. We are on Facebook. You can find our Badass Backpacks page there. We don't update it often enough. We're weighing in on how we want to handle that. We, we've definitely identified it as, hey, this is something that's kind of broken where we're not, we're not tending that garden the way we need to. So the question is, are we going to double down and, and get better at, at 
posting on social media, Instagram and Facebook, or are we going to peel back and say, Hey, if this is not our forte, do we need to do something else? So that's why I pushed the website first, but we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. You can find us there. Anybody listening to this that would want to reach out to me or connect Adam at badassbackpacks.com is absolutely, please feel free to reach out. I, I love connecting with people and talking about people and the, the journeys that they're on. We have a website redesign that has been happening for a few months. And again, that comes back to those, those surfer style wipeouts where um, we have a, we have another session coming up next Tuesday, February 6th. There will, there will be uh, talking about the website and what's happening with it. So I'm excited. That's one of the things I'm excited about in the months ahead is we know we've got to do a better job of telling our story and getting our website straight and cleaned up and, and featuring some of these beautiful bags. Um, but, uh, for now you can go check it out and sort of, and you can buy our bags there as well, by the way. Um, so, uh, that's what fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Adam. It's been really great to connect with you. Uh, we didn't even get into the music side of things and I was hoping to do that, but it's, it is, uh, our half hour is up. So thanks everyone for tuning in. If you're still with us, we appreciate your time and attention. Please, uh, connect with Adam at badassbackpacks.com. And uh, it's always good to hear from you as well at becreativeonpurpose.com. Remember the words of Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless. You've got a bunch of insight and lessons in this broadcast. Adam shared a lot of great experiences, insights, and wisdom. So now it's time for you to go out and share your best work with those who need it. Adam Lemon, thanks so much for your generosity and being here and for all the great work you do. Thank you. Y'all take care.